Hi everyone and welcome back to Self-Care Your Way to Success podcast hosted by yours truly, Maya Pogram. Welcome to episode 6 titled Letting Go. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for your support. I really appreciate it. So much is coming from this podcast. So many people have reached out to me from all over the world interested in being a part of it and I couldn't be more grateful and it just affirms to me that I'm doing the right thing and this is actually helping some people so thank you for letting me pursue my passions and impact people all across the world and without further ado let's get into it so this past week I was super sick I was kind of just out of it I couldn't do any of the things that I normally do work out prospects for clients in the real estate industry engage with my loved ones about their days and be a present partner daughter sister etc and it deeply affected me but it also prompted me to kind of do a deep dive into my mind state and my state of mind and why this was affecting me so much and it boiled down to the fact that I was trying to control things that were not in my control. You can't control if you get sick. You can't control if the market shifts in terms of real estate. You can't control if a recession happens or a natural disaster happens, especially with Hurricane Ian this past week or so happening. You can't, you can't control those things. The only thing you can control is how you react to them. And at first, I wanted to beat myself up. I was like, how do you allow this to happen? You know, look at you. You're going to be behind. And then I realized, you know, I'm always telling you guys to be your own best friend. I got to practice what I preach, right? I need to be my own best friend. I couldn't talk to myself like that. I had to be like, no, Maya, these things happen. It's not the end of the world. You can still be successful. This isn't a make or break in your journey in life. And so when you're encountering kind of like a roadblock, a setback of some sort, don't view it as a threat to your success. View it as a challenge, right? That you're just going to overcome and you're going to keep overcoming these challenges. But I titled today's episode and this week's episode really letting go because I had to let go of the fact that that was something I couldn't control. I had to give myself grace. I had to sit back and say, hey, you can't control this part of life. It doesn't mean that you're not still chasing success. It doesn't mean that you're not off your grind. It doesn't mean that you're not still a hard worker or that you're, you're not driven or you're not ambitious. Some things are just not in your control. But what you can control is how you react, how you learn, how you pivot as a result of those unexpected changes. Life is an up and down crazy circus. It ebbs and flows, right? But you have the ability to control how you react. And so, how did I react? I decided to put it in my podcast, but I also sat down with myself and said, you were sick this week. You needed to heal 
to be more productive for when your health is at 100%. Self-care your way to success, right? You need to care for your physical and mental health before you can care about anything else. That means when you're sick, rest. And don't allow yourself to feel guilty about it because the more you rest, the quicker you get better and the quicker you can get back to chasing your dreams and crushing your goals. It means giving yourself a reset when you need it. It means giving yourself grace as a human being and not feeling guilty if you're not productive 24-7 because that's not sustainable. Those resets... Those periods where you're watching a show, you're going out with your friends, you need those to recharge your batteries for when you go hard again. And when you're sick, don't jump the gun and get back to work before you're ready because then you're going to make yourself sicker and further affect your productivity more than if you had just rested at the beginning. So rest guilt-free, get better guilt-free because those moments when you're sick and you're resting, the quick, it, it, it speeds up your healing process so that when you get back to it, you're 100% and you're ready to go. And this is something I've struggled with my entire life. It wasn't in just this instance where I was sick and I was on a roll with real estate. I had my schedule set up. I was so ready to go. I had this class that I did the Friday before the Monday where I was supposed to start kind of like my prospecting schedule and kind of, you know, set up my day so that I could be as productive as possible and maximize my time. And I was so ready, right? I just got so frustrated that I was so sick. And this has happened on multiple occasions, you know, even having lupus. It's something that I've been diagnosed, but there's still a part of me that kind of wants to ignore my diagnosis. And when I go too hard, my body is very quick to remind me that, yes, you do have a, a, a disability that makes it so you need to make sure your rest is a priority. And you should do that generally. But with lupus, if your stress levels are high and you're not getting enough rest, it spells disaster for your internal organs and a plethora of other complications that I don't need to get into on this episode. And I struggled with that. I really struggled with that. I was like, oh my God, like if I just work out enough and I get enough sleep, you know, then I won't have lupus. And that's not how it works. <laughs> Having lupus is not something I can control. But I can control how it affects me in my day-to-day life and I can control how I react to it. Or times when I've missed school because I've been sick. I would sit there and get really critical of myself. I would sit there and start to say, hey, I bet the person that you admire that's super successful isn't sitting on their butt right now. And ignore the fact that physically, I was sick. And you can't do that, you guys. I know I probably have a lot of perfectionists and super ambitious, driven people listening to this podcast who are like, I know, but like, how do I not talk to myself that way? It all boils down to being your own best friend and letting go of the things you can't control. Self-care and self-development isn't just, you know, resting when you need to and having a sense of balance in your life and your work life. It's also about mentally, right? I talked about this in a previous episode, 
where mentally you need to watch how you're talking to yourself. It matters, you guys. It matters. Would you allow a friend or a family member to talk to you on a regular basis the way you talk to yourself when you're not being as productive as you would like or you didn't crush that goal or kill that goal? Right? You take the lesson, you learn from it, and you do better next time. You're wasting time by chastising yourself and you're messing up your morale to keep going. You have to have a positivity mindset, right? We've talked about this as well. And, you know, all of this works in tandem. None of it is mutually exclusive. It all works together in a big team effort of feel-good hormones that will help you navigate your success journey. And having a positive mindset doesn't just mean, I got this, I'm going to crush this in times when it's easy to believe in yourself. It means believing in yourself, loving on yourself, and giving yourself grace in those moments where it's really hard to do so. And those moments where you want to be like, ugh, why did you do that? Why did it go that way? What's wrong with you? And those moments you really got to rein in and be like, no, no. How do we learn from this? What could we have done differently? And who was successful at what I'm doing right now? What are they doing? Let me talk to them. Let me reach out to them. Let me learn from them so I can get a better understanding. I had mentors, pretty much anything I've succeeded at, I've had very close relationships with professors or teachers or mentors and even now I have three or four mentors that I have lined up in the real estate industry and the reason is because you're not alone you don't have to figure it all out by yourself one and then two they probably have a better idea of how to be successful and create a balance in doing so Because it's one thing to achieve success, right? So you're following all the things that you need to do to be productive and to succeed in your journey. But it's another thing, another balancing, juggling act to strike a balance of work and life. So I've read tons of books over the years, right? I've read Think and Grow Rich. I've read... Um, how to win friends and influence people, the power of positive thinking. These are my favorites that I've read recently. I am currently reading the millionaire real estate agent and the seven habits of highly effective people. I finished never split the difference, extreme ownership. Um, you know, a plethora of books. I'm an avid reader. You can ask anyone I know. I love to read. And right now in the seven, seven habits of highly effective people, one lesson that I really feel goes well with the theme of letting go in this podcast is production and production capability right so when we focus too much on production or we focus too much on production capability we sell ourselves short so it's like the golden goose who's laying the golden eggs if you focus too much on the goose you kind of lose the benefits and the beauty of the golden eggs that it's laying but then if you focus too much on the golden eggs and neglect the goose you fail also. So it's striking a balance. So in that example, it's giving the goose the nurturing it needs, but then also not getting too overzealous with the golden eggs. Just utilizing the golden eggs enough to increase your quality of life, for example, financially, but not to the point where you're living above your means and you need more production from the goose itself. 
another example to kind of simplify, because I know goose and golden eggs are kind of, geese and golden eggs is a little <laughs> abstract. But in life, it means giving your all, not just in your success and your career, but also for your mental and physical health. It means making time for exercise and journaling and remembering what you're grateful for. It means meditating, being present in your relationships, and seeking to listen before you speak. Seeking to understand. And if you seek to understand, you will therefore be understood. It means opening your ears to your mom or your dad or your son or your daughter. And not allowing your perception of your reality to taint the way you operate in your personal and professional relationships. What do I mean by that? I mean, we can only really view the world based on our perception. But with that comes the knowledge that everyone's perception is unique to them. So while you may be telling your teenage daughter to clean her room and you think it's just a simple task, she may not want to be within the confines of the expectations you're setting on her. So get deeper. Ask her, hey, what's up? For me, I want you to clean your room because I want you to have a space where I feel like mentally you can function. And I want you to experience the benefits of having a clean space. And she may be like, but mom, I like my space. It just doesn't feel like a priority for me. Okay, I understand that. Why don't you just try it? And we'll go from there. Easier said than done, parents. I'm not a parent, right? So I can't, I've only ever been a teenager. And I know that when my mom came at me like that, I now make it a priority to make my bed and keep my room clean every single day. It's something that I felt like I came to, came to on my own, but I know she had some subtle influential ways in which she was doing that that weren't based on, oh, you better do this and you better do that. So your perception is your reality, right? That's what it boils down to. Production and production capability. Striking that balancing act. And shifting your perception to a mindset that allows for this balancing act in a sustainable way. There's no way you can reach a sustainable level of long-term success if you are not finding a way to balance. And people are like, oh, you know, physically I'm balancing this way, I'm balancing that way. Not just, you know, your work life. I, I log off at six, I'm with my family, that. But also your mindset. Your mindset has to have a balance. So what does that mean? It means that when you're sick, turn off the work thoughts. When you're not feeling well, turn off the production thoughts. based on work and focus your production thoughts based on getting better so how am i going to get better watching netflix right now and resting in this bed is going to make me better so i am maximizing my production capacity by adjusting to the current situation and striking a mental balance that's what that means it's not just a physical balance in work and life. It's a mental balance with our thought process and shifting your perception to adapt to the given state of each moment. Right? 
So if you're sick, you're not feeling well, you're not as productive as you would like to be because today you just had a lot going on, right? Or this week you just had a lot going on. Instead of crapping on yourself, instead of, you know, being mean to yourself, adjust your perception. You know what? I could have managed my time better this week. But now that I know where the error was, now that I know where the mistake was, I'll start fresh and new come next week. Right? And that's important because you you have to be able to kind of pivot as needed. Pivot as adjusted. But don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself grace. Grace is always needed. That's what I had to do this last week. I had to give myself grace. And I had to have my mom remind me to do so. Because the whole time I was sick, I was mentally chastising myself. Saying, hey, why aren't you more productive? Why are you sick right now? You need to be doing something. I was trying to lead generate in the real estate world and procure listings while I was vomiting my guts out. Completely unsustainable. Completely stupid idea. But in my mind, I was like, I'm not maximizing my productivity. And that's why I feel like hustle culture has kind of tainted us. Yes, work hard. Yes, be ambitious. Be driven. It's called self-care way to success. We want to be successful, right? We do. But at the same time, you need that self-care. And self-care mentally, as this title of this episode states, is letting go. Letting go of the things you can't control. Letting go of negative ideologies that chastise who you are, your character, and your being. I don't mean don't work to be better and don't grow, but I do mean don't say bad things about who you are and yourself and chastise yourself because that's not productive to your essence. Saying, you know what? I can start working out. I'm going to make time for it. It's far better than saying, I'm fat. I need to stop eating. We don't entertain that language in this podcast community. We entertain healthy language, positive language. We speak love into ourselves and into our being, and we give ourselves grace. We learn to let go of the things we can't control. We learn to let go of the past and grudges that are holding us back from really experiencing peak happiness. And we learn to let go of the idea that we aren't capable of the lives we envision. We let go of holding ourselves back. We let go of not reaching our full potential. We let go of the habits that don't make us our best selves. And we let go of the thinking that we aren't good enough. Let it all go. Because you can do anything. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Self-Care Your Way to Success by your host, Maya Pilgrim. I do have some things coming up in the works with special guests and things of that nature. I don't want to say too much because not everything is set in stone. But make sure you share, like, subscribe, comment, share, all that good stuff. And I'll see you back here next week. Have a beautiful, amazing, and positive day.
Bye now.